Hello and welcome to the UK Investor Magazine podcast, also available on your Amazon Alexa as a skill. Um, Today we're going to start off with touching on the FTSE 100. We're seeing another day of sharp declines. It's been quite a significant down week for the FTSE 100 this week. We started off the week um, just above the 7,500 level. We're currently trading um, well beneath 7,400, around about 7,370 on the FTSE 100 currently. There's a number of factors that have been driving prices in London this week. Um, Some of them are close to home. Some of them are further afield. Um, If we start off with the ones that are closer to home and we're looking into Europe, it's Italy again. Italy are dominating headlines due to the standoff and failure to come to an agreement over their debt situation. There is some fear in the market that we could return to the situation that we saw in 2013 and 2014 where there was a big standoff between the Italian government and Brussels that could reignite another Italian debt crisis. So that's been a big drag on prices, not just in London, but across Europe this week. Um, In addition to the Italian wrangling that's going on, um, we're starting to see US bond yields rise. Now, that's having quite a profound impact on sentiment surrounding emerging markets. And that's really following through into quite significant moves in some shares in the FTSE 100, predominantly those ones that are operating in emerging markets. And that is the mining sector. If we look today, we're looking at Rio Tinto, BHB Billiton, Glencore, all posting significant declines. That's adding to declines that we've seen earlier on this week. Now, this is really a situation that has been bubbling away for some time now. And what's happening is as we start to see US bond yields rise, um, it's giving investors that have previously been invested in emerging markets reason to pull money out of those markets because they can actually get a significant return in US yields. And of course, US yields are and US treasuries are the safest asset as the work in the world. So while you're looking at emerging markets, if you're an investor, if you can now get around the 3% mark in US treasuries, why take the risk in emerging markets um, with obviously the issues that we have in some of those markets? Investors tend to take a broad brushed approach to emerging markets. You obviously have some that are performing quite well and some that aren't performing that well on an economic basis. However, when investors take an approach to emerging markets, they tend to tar everyone with the same brush. And we start to see situations um, that we are this week, and we've seen significant sell-offs in the FTSE 100. And that's like something that's likely to continue going forward. Um, if we don't see any stabilisation in emerging markets, we could see mining companies start to feel some of the pinch. Now, factors driving US yields, um, they're having a relatively stable recovery in the US. Now, if we're looking towards this afternoon, we're going to get the non-farm payrolls uh, released from the US. 
if we see a very strong figure there um, and we see an increase um, in optimism surrounding the US economy, that could bring bond yields um, a little bit higher. And in turn, from there, we're going to start to see a situation where we could see further downside in the FTSE 100. So that's going to be interesting to watch. That comes out at 1.30 this afternoon. In some interesting news here in the UK, um, we've had Unilever announce that they will actually be keeping their HQ in the UK. There were plans that they would be shutting that and moving it all over to the Netherlands. However, there's been significant kickback from shareholders um, saying there could be forced selling of the shares from UK investors. And that's really been a significant factor in the board changing their mind on the relocation to the Netherlands. Um, also here in the UK today, we've had another instalment of housing data um, from Halifax. Now, the Halifax uh, data is renowned to be uh, a little bit more um, noisy and there's bigger swings and some other measures out there. But we've actually seen a 1.4% percent decline in house prices in September and that's the biggest drop since April that comes off uh, back of a 0.2 percent decline in August uh, this is something that has been a trend this year we've seen a number of, of months where there's been pretty sharp declines and analysts are attributing the drop last year sorry last month very much down to the recent increase in bank, the bank rate from the Bank of England. Um, so that's starting to have a follow through to the housing market. Um, as Mark Carney has said, if Brexit was to really come out and be the worst um, situation, there could be further declines in the housing market. So that's an interesting sector to watch. And um, the reaction in the market's been pretty tepid. If we're looking at house builders, there is a bit of negativity there. If you're looking at Taylor Wimpy um, and Barclay Group Holdings, they're off slightly, but the, the losses are less than 1%. But again, this is a sector that has seen relatively um, sharp declines in the share prices over the past month or so. So it's going to be quite interesting to see whether there's any support for the, the house builders going forward, having come off a number of record uh, profits. If you're sort of looking at sort of Bovis Homes, they've posted a record profit recently. But a lot of the CEOs have been uh, pointing to uncertainty out there in the market. So that's going to be a sector to watch uh, in the coming months. So that's the UK Investor Magazine podcast for today. And um, Stay tuned and come back to us next week. If you've got Amazon Alexa, um, make sure you enable the skill to get the flash briefing. And we look forward to speaking to you again. Bye-bye.